from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, July 7th. I'm Marco Werman. The newspaper at the center of Britain's phone hacking scandal says it's shutting down. We'll hear reaction from one man on the tabloid's target list, the father of a man killed in a terrorist bombing. Also, drought and famine return to East Africa. Thousands are seeking food and shelter at refugee camps. At one of the camps, I saw a woman who had a child who had died on her back and she, she didn't know. She was still queuing to get uh, registered at the refugee camp. That's just ahead. BBC News with Ian Purden. The media group News International, which is at the centre of a major phone hacking scandal, says this Sunday's edition of its News of the World newspaper will be the last. The company's chairman, James Murdoch, said that the paper had been in the business of holding others to account, but had failed when it came to itself. Here's Rob Watson. The statement says if the allegations against the paper are true, they are inhuman and the newspaper has no place in the News International Company. Mr Murdoch says the paper has a proud history of fighting crime and exposing wrongdoing, but that the good things it does have been sullied by behaviour that was wrong. This truly dramatic move seems designed to take some of the sting out of the crisis and to show that the Murdoch empire is punishing itself. Some analysts have suggested that the company might launch a new Sunday paper with a different name. The Metropolitan Police in London say detectives investigating the phone hacking scandal of the News of the World have identified 4,000 potential victims. They say hundreds more people have contacted them suspecting their phone messages had been accessed. The head of the force, Sir Paul Stevenson, says he's determined to root out corruption among officers after allegations the newspaper had paid them for information. The European Court of Human Rights has ordered Britain to pay tens of thousands of dollars to relatives of Iraqis killed by British troops during the occupation of Iraq. Correspondents say the ruling will be watched by other countries whose soldiers served in Iraq. Caroline Hawley reports. Four of the Iraqi civilians whose relatives brought this case were shot by British troops. Another was a 15-year-old boy who was forced into a river and drowned. The European Court of Human Rights ruled that the UK had violated European human rights law for failing to conduct independent investigations into their deaths. It's been ordered to pay damages and legal costs. The lawyers who brought the case say the decision paves the way for a whole host of other Iraqis to now seek redress in British courts. Just over a month since the rocket attack on his presidential compound that nearly killed him, the Yemeni president Ali Abdullah Saleh has appeared on state television thanking the Saudi authorities who have overseen his medical treatment. President Saleh said he'd undergone eight successful operations to treat his burns. Celebrations have begun in Peru to mark a hundred years since the official rediscovery of the ancient mountaintop city of Machu Picchu, a traditional ancient Inca ceremony. Dan Collins reports from nearby Cusco. A hundred years ago, the American historian Hiram Bingham claimed to have discovered the city high up in the Andes, hidden by dense jungle. Most experts now agree that Mr Bingham, from Yale University, was not the first to rediscover Machu Picchu. A Peruvian explorer had been there a decade earlier. The story of its discovery may have been romanticised, yet Mr Bingham's expedition certainly made this unknown wonder of the world famous. 
World News from the BBC. President Obama says Democrats and Republicans are still far apart on striking a deal to cut America's growing debt. They have less than a month to agree a new budget or face the first ever default by the US on its financial obligations. Mr Obama described the latest talks as constructive but said both parties now had to accept painful political choices. From Washington, Mark Madell. President Obama's latest plans are designed to woo Republican members of Congress. He's doubled his offer, turning a plan for $2 trillion worth of cuts into a...